Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now, in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Welcome back to another episode of Motivation with Maya. And today is a solo episode with me. I really wanted to come on and talk about something that I've talked about on social media a lot. It's come up in a lot of my interviews, whether I'm hosting the interview right here on My Opinion, the Leadership Podcast for Women, or if I'm actually being interviewed. And it's obviously about leadership. But I truly believe, in my opinion, that we have leadership backwards. And I've said this on solo episodes as well, but I thought it would be really cool to just spend some time in a solo episode, not a long episode, just kind of one to recap and focus in on why I believe, in my opinion, we have leadership backwards and kind of dissect real quickly in a nutshell for you guys what that means because that's the question I get a lot when I say that. What does that mean? What does that mean that we have leadership backwards? What does that entail exactly? And this can be a question that can have a long answer behind it or even a short answer. And so I will start with the short answer. The short answer is, and this is what I post a lot about on at My Opinion Podcast and more so on at My Roffler on Instagram and my other social accounts, but I'm mostly active on Instagram for those of you who follow me. But the short answer for this is, why do we have leadership backwards? Here's why, or how do we have it backwards? Here's how. We constantly put people in leadership positions when they don't even know who they are as a person or as people or fill in the blank. And that's the very, very, very short answer to that. Now to kind of pull it back and give a longer explanation so we can really understand this because it's really important in the leadership ecosystem, but also just in entirely as our civilization and as we evolve, especially coming out of COVID, the C word, and just as we've revolutionized how we work in general, taking hold of how we develop as leaders is integral to how we continue to develop everything and how we continue to evolve. So understanding how we've done leadership the wrong way and in the wrong chronological order is imperative. And so what I'm talking about is carried over into my own story and is about my story and so many other women that I interview on this podcast. And I'm sure there's a million, 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 millions of men out there that have the same story. What happens is we have people that, you know, we 
are told we need to go to college, we need to get a degree or get a master's or get a doctorate, whatever you need to do. And I believe that that is falling to the wayside. And I think, again, in my opinion, that is a good thing. Yes, we need doctors. Yes, we need lawyers. Yes, we need fill in the blank where you need a degree to do what you're doing. But it's not for everybody. And so we're moving away from this idea that you have to have a college education all the time. I think a hands-on education, again, in my opinion, is much more valuable. It was for me, even though I am college educated and I do have a degree. So again, my opinion. But this is a part of understanding the trajectory of why we have leadership backwards. So that happens and kids go through school and you get out on the other side. Then you start your first job. You hope to whatever happens. Well, when you get into a role where you're expected to be a leader, whether that's, you know, gaining a title where you're in some kind of middle management role or you have a team underneath you, whatever that means in your particular silo of work, when have you gotten the skills to lead? When were you ever asked, what are your values? What's your mission? What do you really feel your purpose is in this life? And what is your ultimate vision for yourself? When were you ever asked any of that? When were you ever thinking about any of those things? Now, my hope is that this will change, that the young adults coming up now will start to think about these things. And that's why I'm so passionate about this and how to be the leader of your life, the whole topic we talk about and everything that revolves around it here in the My Opinion ecosystem and um, developing women in leadership. But it's really focusing on why we have leadership backwards. This is this is how it happens. And so you've never had that time to really develop those four kind of core pillars of yourself as a leader. So now you find yourself in a role where you're potentially leading people and you're having to help them in whatever way. Using myself as an example, I ended up, as most of you know who listen to the podcast, in a men's clothing company at Corporate America. And as I continued on with my career, I started to have teams underneath me. I was a store manager before that. I didn't know myself as a leader at all. My values, my mission, all those things, I just knew I wanted to make money and I wanted to be quote unquote successful. I didn't even really understand what that meant at the time. For me, that meant I want to make a lot of money, I want to do really well, and I want to climb the corporate ladder. And that was very superficial. I wasn't going inside of myself, even though I was quite a deep and developed person for my age, because of my childhood and everything I had been through, and also just who I was as a person and and a lot of the trauma and things I had been through. But that still wasn't enough. So let's think about all the people who aren't forced. I mean, I had been working at that time for like 10 years. I started working very young, like 13 years old. So here I am (laughs) not, not having those tools. Why would we expect somebody who perhaps hadn't had a work, you know, history or career to just all of a sudden know how to lead? They're not. If I didn't have those tools, they're not going to have those tools. If, you know, some of the, you know, the greatest leaders in the world are telling us that 
this is true. We have leadership backwards and we need to give people the tools prior. There's something to this message. So here you are with these teams or whatever you're leading and you don't even know who you are. And I'm proof of this. I didn't. I had to learn it along the way. And I failed. I fell on my face many times. And I I will say this about that. I think it was a really good experience. So I do think failing is important. And you will still continue to fail even if you do figure out who you are as a leader prior. But you'll kind of give yourself this head start that's something that I don't know that I would have grasped at the time. But I hope that those of you who are listening to this that understand what I'm trying to say will be like, wow, I will fail at things, but there'll be different things and I won't have to waste my time on something like this, understanding who I am as a leader. And you'll know prior to having a team. So to kind of back that up, the value add in that is it's not a waste of time at all in my opinion, to understand yourself and to know yourself as a leader prior to going into all of this. It becomes a waste of time when you're trying to figure that out because you have a team underneath you already. They're already looking to you. I mean, I don't care if it's one person or if it's a thousand people or 10,000 people, whatever it is, you can waste other people's time and you're failing in front of people, which can also be a good lesson, but it's just not we can get better. We can do better. So instead of that, you can know yourself, understand yourself, really evaluate what are my values, understand, you know, what do I feel like my purpose is? And that can, that can evolve as I talked about in my previous solo episode. So go back and check that out. And what is my, my mission for my life? And what is my vision? And these evolve too with life, but understanding where you are at that moment, that's what makes you a leader. And that's what gives you clarity. And that's how we rearrange this instead of the backwards version to the correction in moving forward and understanding who we truly are so that when we are placed into that position, then we're able to say, okay, so I have a team of one or I have a team of two or three or five or 500, whatever it is, and I know who I am, so let me go. I, now I can give of myself to my team because ultimately you work for your, your team, your company, your fill-in-the-blank. They don't work for you. I believe that 150% because you're always going to care much more than the people that are underneath you, whether you own your own company whether you're a vice president, whether you're a CEO of a company, it does not matter because you are part of management. You're management. You may not be the highest manager or may not be your own company, but you are a part of the upward side of what they view, right? So even if you're just one step above the team that you're leading, they're still looking up to you. So it's really important that we start to dissect and understand what having leadership backwards means. Again, just my opinion. But I saw this for myself, especially throughout my 20s, and having to learn in front of other people and make mistakes, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's truly not. And a lot of people probably learned from my mistakes, and they still do because I talk about it here on the My Opinion podcast. But I think what's 
most important to take away from the question of why do we have leadership backwards or how do we have leadership backwards and how can we fix it or how can we mitigate it or how can we improve? I think it's really truly understanding who you are first and the value and understanding the value in that is that you can push yourself forward to make more valuable mistakes. That's my opinion. And what I mean by more valuable mistakes, so if you know who you are, you can roll your sleeves up, literally roll my sleeves up, (laughs) and go in, tackle that team as I was starting to talk about, whether it's one, five, or 500, you know, 1,000, whatever. And you're going to make other mistakes. Maybe you aren't used to doing something like that. You're not used to leading a team, but you understand who you are. You understand your values, your mission, your vision, all those things. So you might have to learn how to juggle talking to, you know, multiple people every single week and checking in with them. You might have to juggle the logistics of it. But isn't it going to be a lot easier to juggle those things if you understand who you are as a leader? Isn't it going to be a lot easier to figure out how to manage doing your job as well as understanding the roles of everyone underneath you in that position if you understand who you truly are and how you want to lead and how you want to inspire and how you want to mentor and how you're going to share your vision and how you're going to really rally everyone together because everybody's different but you have to understand yourself and you're also going to hire the right individuals which I talk about a lot on several episodes aligned with that you'll find and I found this personally that you will hire the wrong individuals consistently for your company for your department for the company working for again fill in the blank when you don't know who you are as a leader and this happened to me and I had to learn as I had different teams like this okay I'm the kind of leader that likes to communicate often. I like to really get in there and be a part of the team. And I like to, my values are always honesty. Even if it's really hard, I'm a very confrontational person. That doesn't have to be a difficult thing or that doesn't have to be a negative thing. I've always been a very confrontational person. And I always thought that was a very negative word. So I'm going to use this example. I thought this was a negative thing. It's a really good thing in leadership to be confrontational, to bring things up, to want to talk about them. But not everybody's confrontational. And it doesn't mean that every person on my team needs to be confrontational, but they need to understand that that's my style, that I like to be confrontational. Doesn't mean I'm aggressive. It means that I like to talk about things, put them all out there. And I like the people that work for me and with me to talk about things and bring them up because ultimately I work for them. So if they're not happy, they need to tell me about it. If something's not working, they need to tell me about it. That's where my confrontational spirit comes from. It's coming from a good place. That's why it's so important that you know yourself as a leader before you truly get into a quote unquote leadership role. Because you're already a leader in your own life. So how you deal with things on a daily basis is how you're going to implement them into leading a team of one, five, or however many. So understand yourself now before someone puts you into that position, if that's where you want to go. Really, really important. And understand those things. Understand the positive sides of you and understand some of the negative sides. Because... 
there's some things about myself where, you know, some people don't particularly like confrontation. So I have to finesse that. I'm using just one of many examples of, of myself. I have to finesse that. Like, how do you make confrontation less uncomfortable? How do you make it approachable? How do you allow people to come to you? That was a challenge for me to overcome and to work through. But had I known that about myself, had I realized that about myself so much earlier, what could I have brought to the table? What could I have told my team? Hey, hey guys, look, this is who I am. This is, these are my values. I value honesty. I value integrity. I'm, I value honesty so much that I'm very confrontational. Don't take that like I'm going to come at you and yell at you. I am just super honest and transparent. So I expect the same from you. So feel free to come to me and I'm going to live by example. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing with them, but with respect. And so things don't get lost in translation. Now go back to young me. I didn't know how to express those things. So I would just do them. Yeah, that's how you have it backwards. So I would just be very confrontational or thinking, oh, they, they surely they know I'm just being honest and wanting the best for them and pushing them because that is the way that I show that I care and love, compassion, empathy, all of those things that I come from that place of honesty, transparency, and the confrontation. But it didn't always come off that way because I didn't know that about myself and I didn't communicate it effectively. So knowing yourself and knowing how to communicate that to your team, how are you going to, it's imperative, but how are you going to do that if you are unable to recognize these things in yourself and then recognize them, evaluate them, and then be able to effectively tell them? So step one is to get it for yourself and to understand. And a lot of people will tell me, well, Maya, I'm, I'm, you know, X, Y, and Z, and I don't really want to be, it's like engineers will tell me this. I don't really want to lead a team. I don't really want to do that. Do you work with people? Do you interact with people? They'll always tell me yes. Well, and I'm just picking on engineers right now, but there's so many, you know, people out there. We all work remotely. You know, it's just, there's a lot going on. And I'll tell them, you're still a leader. And I'll get confused looks all the time or confusing answers from them or like questions like, well, what do you mean? Everybody is a leader. Everybody. Everybody has to follow at some point in their life and everybody has to lead at some point in their life. So understanding who you are as a leader, as well as a follower, which is another episode to come, but understanding who you are as a leader is imperative to life. And I, if I could have one wish in my leadership realm, I would wish that every, every woman especially knew that. I mean, every, I think every man is, comes to an awakening of that, or at least I hope. But I want that for women because I think women really feel sometimes, well, I'm just, uh, that phrase just breaks my heart when I hear that. I'm just a wife. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I'm just, I'm just a manager here, or I'm just a, you know, part-time worker. I'm just, um, you know, I'm just an employee of the XYZ. Oh, I'm just running a small business. I'm just running a side hustle. Stop with the, I'm just a, no, you're not just a, don't say that anymore. You are so much. Every single person is a leader. And that's why it's so imperative to understand who you are 
as a leader before you ever step foot into a leadership role. Because believe it or not, even if you're someone who's like, I never want to lead a team. I don't want to lead a team. That's not who I am. You will be leading people. You will lead people at some point in your life. So it's imperative to understand who you are as a leader. And I empower you to do this. I have a free guide, how to be the leader of your life. You can visit my website, myopinionpodcast.com and download it there. Or just click on the show notes and download it. And it really, it goes through all these four steps. We talk about how to go through your values. Sounds pretty basic, but that kind of, that can evolve through your life. Now, some of mine have stayed pretty honest and true and core, but some have become more important than others. And my purposes in life have evolved. And so that's why I think this exercise is really important to continue to do. But my mission and vision, those have evolved too. But I do think it's interesting to look back even 15 years for myself and see that there's some things that are still the same and some things have evolved and some things have been added. So I think it's a really cool exercise for you. Again, how to be the leader of your life right in the show notes here, go ahead and click on it. It's a free guide I created for all of you to do this because I believe that we have it backwards. Look within yourself first, and then you will truly find that there is a leader in there. And it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, the next president or you have to be, you know, the next person that's going to run a a Fortune 500 company. If that's what you want, though, you definitely need this exercise. But even if you don't, you may be the leader of your home. You need to know all of those things. You may be the leader of just your own ecosystem. You definitely need to know those things. I don't want to hear the just anymore because every single one of us is so important. We're all giving back and we're all leading in ways that we don't even realize. And there's people watching you and looking up to you that you don't even realize. And that, my friends, makes you the leader of your life. And that's why we have leadership backwards, because we don't even know that we're leading sometimes. So leadership starts within you, for you. So do the work now. And that's how you'll be the leader of your life. And we will rearrange this and get us back on course to the correct version of leadership. And it starts with you. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.